I recently received a question from a listener and they are asking, why does the way that I feel change so much and so often and why is it so incredibly painful sometimes to experience that? It is a, uh, it is a, to me, is a really formative question and speaks so much to what I've experienced in my own life journey. And even over the past 30 years that I have been practicing mindfulness, what I have found is that the practice of mindfulness in of itself has not lessened the potential for me to feel pain and suffering because of the way that I feel changes constantly, and it does. I don't know if this is the case for everyone. I don't know if this is a universal human experience, but many, many people that I have taught mindfulness to and many people that are already or already practitioners that I visited with over the years this seems to be one of those very common themes so I want to over I want to avoid over generalizing but it does seem to me like this is something that is pretty common the answer is there's basically what I refer to as a short answer and there's also a longer answer Although I want to try to be brief and concise as po- as brief and concise as I possibly can, uh, out of respect for anyone that is listening to this, the short answer, and this is again just from my perspective, this is not I'm not advocating and saying that I have any answers whatsoever, or anything that uh, will do anyone any good. It is just simply a matter of sharing what my experiences have been. So the answer to the question, why is it, why does the way I feel change so, so often and so much? And my answer is, the short answer is, this happens for me because of the fact that I, if I'm not paying attention to my mind, and even in some cases when I am paying attention to my mind and being aware of that, that it is because I am thinking about what it is that I'm feeling. And so if one moment I am feeling really great about life, and this is really just a generalization. I realize there's a lot of subtle uh, shades and gradations to emotions. So I want to just be very general. If, if, if in one moment I can find myself feeling really, really good about my life, really good about myself, really good about what is happening, incredibly grateful even for what is happening. And then at some point without warning, and it can happen just within the span of a few seconds later to a few minutes later, a few hours later, even a few weeks later, that I can find myself plunging into this feeling that feels very different, or it is it is in some cases the opposite of what I have just described. And suddenly I feel very, and and there again, this is just me really sharing uh, in a general way that I can feel very unsure of myself and very lost and confused and wondering, and I guess in this case I say wondering, but really that's just what I refer to as, as thinking. It's just another form of that or musing about it. I'm thinking about how could this possibly have happened? What have I done or what have I not done or what has happened to me that has caused me to suddenly go basically and take a 180 degree turn 
uh, to feel something completely different from what I was feeling even a short time ago. I can feel really confident in one moment, and then the next moment I feel completely incapable or inadequate of dealing with or doing what it is that is in front of me. And then a few moments later, it can be something completely different. And this is something that I really see all of the, this is something that I experience all of the time myself. Uh, not to say that it's just constantly changing, you know, with every passing moment, but within the course of a day, I can certainly find myself experiencing a lot of different feelings, emotions that are at varying uh, energy levels and intensities that generate all kinds of thoughts about them. And what ends up happening is if I get really caught up in that thinking, that's really what makes it so painful because not only do the thoughts about these feelings and what it feels like to experience them changing or maybe not liking the way something is feeling now when a little while ago I was feeling really great about what I was feeling, and all of a sudden, I find myself faced with something completely different. It is really, for me, about recognizing, and I, and I can't say this is an absolute, but just for me, it has been about recognizing that this has been the normal course of my human experience. There, I have certainly in the past tried to optimize the uh, to try to uh, uh, prolong or to try to keep the good times rolling, so to speak, to uh, borrow a reference uh, from American music. But essentially, that's really what it's been about. How do I keep the good times rolling? How do I, you know, stay in a mind space that I want to be in? I have no idea. I have, I I love the idea, and it sounds wonderful. I just don't know how to do that. So the only thing that I know to do, and I can't say for sure that this is even what's best for everyone, uh, there again, it has certainly helped me, has been to simply, and it feels very counterintuitive, even if I don't like what I'm feeling, and my first reaction is, or my first inclination is to to divert my attention from this, to distract myself from it, to go do something or think something that's going to make me feel better than I feel right now, it just it never has worked. And so the only thing for me that I've been able to do is come back here. And when I say come back here, what it means is, is when I start thinking or overthinking about how I'm feeling and the, and the feeling is not good, that it is really a form of running away from myself. It's wanting to be somewhere else besides where I am at any given moment. And it is very easy to do. I've certainly found that out, that it's, it doesn't take a lot of imagination and a lot of will to distract myself. Uh, there's so many things available uh, in order to do that. And it doesn't have to be anything as far as you know anything in front of me or anything physical. Uh, it can just be a matter of me thinking thoughts that distract me from what it is that I'm really actually dealing with emotionally. And when I come back here, because it's the only place I've ever found that actually brings about any healing, that brings about any easing of suffering, it is to return back to this place, back to the present moment, back within my own spiritual heart. I know there's a lot of ways to express that. 
and just ground myself in my own being. In other words, just be willing to be here. And when it doesn't feel good, when the emotions are not feeling sunny or positive, to simply pay attention to that, to feel it. And I know that this is there's there's a lot more to this, and I and I by no means am a an authority or an expert on how to process or discharge emotions. That is way beyond the scope of what I can offer. I've certainly availed myself of different of healing different healing modalities in order to do that, but in the absence of that. What I when I what I found is that when it is just me and I don't have the ability to uh, to look to anyone else to help me work through my own emotions, that just to come back here and feel them. And I know that many times I have been afraid to feel them, especially when the emotions are really dark. And I want to avoid using the word positive and negative emotions, but when they feel really dark and really heavy. It does not seem like it makes sense to me to be here and actually feel all of that. Uh, there's a lot of human tendency on my part. And I think it's just ingrained in, uh, in, in my being as a result of being raised by other humans and living in a culture with other human beings and seeing how other people cope or don't cope. And that, that's not said in a way of judging because I certainly have had, I've spent a lot of my life, a vast majority of the time of my life not coping. So I'm, I'm certainly very well acquainted with what it feels like to not cope. But it's really just about coming back to experiencing what it is that's happening and recognizing for me that I can't control it. Uh, I realize I can certainly self-sabotage. I can certainly choose uh, thought patterns uh, or to do things that I know are not are just going to continue to, to perpetuate a darker, heavy emotion uh, and continue to reinforce that or give energy to it. And so by not giving time and energy to these things, all I do is simply sit back and witness them. And trust, and even though sometimes it feels like I can't go on another moment, somehow I do. And it has nothing to do with me. There's nothing that I'm quote-unquote doing in order to make it through another moment when things feel really rough and really heavy. But it's just paying attention to the one thing that I have been able to pay attention to that has made any difference at all in my ability to cope, and that is to pay attention to my mind. And I recognize that it takes time and it takes practice. It's not a goal, at least for me, it's not a goal. It's not something that I'm trying to rush the process or optimize the process. Because the only way I can really be here when it's very difficult to be here and be in the present moment. So when I'm out in the middle of life while it is all happening and I'm embarrassed, uh, I'm hurt, Somehow I'm disappointed, and these are just a few examples of what it's like to be out in the world on my feet in the middle of life doing what I'm doing uh, to find myself being wrong, to find myself feeling foolish. There's so many different things that I can feel when I'm out in the world living life with other people trying to uh, respectfully discharge my responsibilities to others and to be accountable to others. And if I can just simply recognize 
that these things are happening. And even when it is very, very difficult to feel them, to just simply watch and witness how my mind works, in other words. And it's not about analyzing my mind. This isn't like psychoanalysis or anything that is really necessarily uh, uh, something that's subjective. It's really just about actually paying attention to those thoughts and witnessing them without, without being busy being the person that's thinking them. The more that I have been able to, and it's just something, there's nothing special about me. It's just simply something that I have chosen to practice and it's available to anyone. But the more that I have just simply practiced paying attention to these thoughts, seeing them without judging them, experiencing them without analyzing them, without trying to make them stop, and to just recognize my own humanness. And so it really, what ends up happening is that even though my feelings, how I feel from moment to moment, or sometimes, you know, from hour to hour or day to day, is that if I'm, if I'm, and this is one of my teachers actually spoke a lot about this many years ago, that if I superimpose, and this is me just paraphrasing what was shared with me, that if I try, if I really hang on to uh, the memories of what happened in the past and or really identify and really allow myself to get really caught up in my fears about the future, I'm simply uh, superimposing those things on the present moment. And so I, it's very confusing for my brain to process the, the present moment along with the past, along with the future, all at the same time. I still find myself in some cases doing this, but it's just about recognizing, ah, there I go again. I'm just simply doing this. And it's just a matter of very gently and lovingly recognizing that here I go again. You know, I'm, I'm starting to do this again. I'm getting caught up in the past. I'm getting caught up in my fears about the future. I'm reliving things that happened sometimes years ago that it really does me no good whatsoever to continue to rehash these things. But when I'm trying to do this and also trying to, to be here and be as open with people as I can possibly be uh, in, the, in the present moment and just simply live as a human being in the present moment, if I can just recognize when I'm doing these things that somehow what I found is, and I don't understand why, and I, I've given up needing to know why, that it, it, it is really something that is a, a fruit of the practice, a benefit of the practice, that the more that I practice paying attention to my mind, seeing and witnessing these thoughts, that somehow it I almost want to say it's easier to do that in the future, but I don't even really want to get caught up saying it's easier uh, because I don't want to distinguish between what is easy and what is difficult. Really, so, and because sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's terribly, terribly hard to do this and be here and be present. But I know that if I continue to practice doing it, even when it is unbelievably painful, when it hurts really, really badly, to feel what I'm feeling and to be thinking what I'm thinking in response to that, that I simply take a breath in and a breath out. And that's really what the practice has become. It's simply about breathing in and out and watching my mind, seeing how I react, uh, to witness how I'm reacting, to, uh, to see how I function in certain situations. And I'm not trying to hold on to this information or try to store it so that I can put it in some, in some sort of cheat sheet or handbook 
because there's there's so many of these things, uh, these situations, these feelings that I can't prepare myself, nor do I do, nor do I want or need to prepare myself. And there again, this is just my own experiences. But what I found is that if I'm not busy preparing myself for a future that I fear, and I recognize in certain logical and logistical situations, yes, there are certain contingencies that it does make sense. And it is, to me, is logical to prepare for and be ready for. But so much of this life is just the, what I experience as a human being that I, that I found that there's really no need for me to prepare for this. There's no need for me to brace against it. I can simply trust that whatever strength I will need to have, whatever uh, resolve I will need to have to get through the next painful moment, uh, whatever energy that's required or will that's required to pay attention to my mind, even when it is the last thing that I want to do, that I know that I can simply trust in that because I have practiced being here when it is very difficult and paying attention to what it feels like and trusting that the next moment that it happens, because inevitably, I can't say that I know for sure, but I just know after almost 60 years of being a human being, uh, living the life that I have lived, that it is, it is, chances are it is very likely that it will, it will happen again. And the last thing that I want to share is that the more that I can just simply be aware of these feelings and note them, that I can get to a point where I'm not so busy distinguishing between the feelings that I want to have and the feelings that I don't want to have. I'm going to have whatever feelings I have. And clearly, there's ways for me to, you know, clearly be to be good to myself and to be kind and loving to myself so that I don't make myself feel worse than I already feel or self-sabotage. But beyond that, it's really just a matter of being willing to, uh, to, to just feel these things and feel the subtle shades of these various feelings, not to get caught up in them, not to try to become, not to try to depersonalize and pretend like it's not me having them. But just that little bit of headspace that I can cultivate through mindfulness practice gives me a little bit of distance between myself and the feelings. I'm feeling them. I know it's me. I know that this is not my imagination. And I'm not in denial that I'm feeling these things. But it is just a matter of ultimately, for me, has been about from where I'm actually witnessing these. What is my perspective? Am I completely in this? and believing everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling, or am I able to trust in my ability to also witness it along with feeling it, whether I want to feel it or not. It is possible, and I'm just here to say that it is possible. And with being a person that there, I come into this life with no unique or special gifts, just a willingness to continue to practice because it's been the only thing that I've ever been able to do that has helped me suffer less and to cause less unnecessary suffering for myself and for what has allowed me to cope as well as I possibly can. Doesn't mean I'm going to be perfect, doesn't mean I'm always going to cope, but it is. it certainly means that uh, I will hopefully cope much better or even somewhat better than I would had I not, had I not practiced mindfulness and continue to do so.